We're two hours away from the kickoff of BYU football. Paul settles in a clean pocket, and it is cut by Keanu. 20, 15, 10, 5, on his feet, touchdown! What a play! This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's get you ready for BYU football. Here's Cleon Wall. Good afternoon, BYU football fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. This evening, the 16th-ranked BYU Cougars are in Las Vegas to face the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the Shamrock Series. My name is Cleon Wall. And I'll be honest with you, I never thought I would be back in this spot again. I worked for many years behind the scenes and sometimes in front of the mic on BYU radio broadcast with Greg Rebell, Mark Lyons, and many others. I left broadcasting for a few years, and now I'm back working on BYU football games. I feel privileged to be here. I never got to work on Cougar pregame live with former BYU QB Riley Nelson, but I get to today. He is at Allegiant Stadium. I am back in Provo. Riley, it's a pleasure to work with you, and what a game we potentially have today against Notre Dame. It's the ninth time the Cougars will have played the Irish. Riley, you played against the Fighting Irish at Notre Dame Stadium. Does this game have the same feel as if the team was going to play at Notre Dame Stadium? or even at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, or does this have a different feel and vibe since it's on a neutral field? The circumstances and environment around the game definitely feel different. I mean, you've got Vegas where they actually, I was talking to some people uh, down here that work the events, and they don't actually purposefully don't give much space for like a parking lot tailgate because they want everybody on the strip spending money and placing their bets <laughs> and buying all their food, right? So that environment does feel different. However, on the strip where I came over from to, to the game, it, you can feel the buzz. I mean, there's green, gold, and navy, of uh, a ton of that walking around mixed in with some royal, black, and, and the BYU navy. Uh, on all the hotels, at least, that I kind of went through as I was grabbing breakfast and walking around and prepping for the game. So that environment definitely feels different than if it were at Lavelle Edwards or back in South Bend and that it's not your traditional college football sta- setting. The environment actually around the strategy and the actual gameplay, though, feels exactly the same. This is going to be a big matchup. It's going to be, you know, a heavyweight title fight, a boxing match, or, or like because of the promo for the jersey reveal, let's call it a five-round UFC fight for the belt, <laughs> right? That That's what I fully expect to see on display on the field between these two teams here today. And by the way, it's, uh, it's nice that they're going to be in a quote-unquote fight tonight because BYU is wearing the black and blue. Before the Cougars face the Irish, let's get to our game headlines. And most of my headlines are unanswered questions, Riley. Will the best versions of BYU and Notre Dame show up today? Coach Kalani Satake said neither team has played up to their potential for the Cougars. Their big big win was against Baylor, but you really have to go all the way back to that Game one against USF to find a complete game from offense, defense, and special teams. So, Riley, will BYU finally play that complete and complimentary game against the Irish? 
I sure hope so. I, I, if that happens, and I think BYU has a chance for a convincing win, I, I'm not, I'm not banking on that because while that's the goal for every college football team, it's extremely elusive. And I mean, in, in a coach's entire career, he may only have a handful to a dozen games, depending on how long he coaches, where really, you know, a team puts it together in all three phases. And I'm not just talking BYU. I'm talking up and down the stack, right? Uh, and and Notre Dame feels the same way that BYU does. Obviously, starting the season 0-2, they make a, quarter, a switch at quarterback which you know has improved their outlook a little bit them winning against a high-flying offense against North Carolina in their last game prior to the bye week uh, but Notre Dame's still searching to be able to put it all together so I think whatever t I don't expect a, a complete performance from either of those teams but I think whichever one makes the most progress towards that lofty goal is, will be the victor here today. BYU offensive coordinator Aaron Roderick is impressed with Notre Dame's defense they're big strong and athletic he says that won't change their offense, but expect some wrinkles to get the ball down the field. Riley, me, that just sounds like magic to my ears. I, what, what are you expecting? I mean, I expect Aaron Roderick to do whatever. Every time I push him on, like, the finer points of, like, his play-calling strategy or why he did what he did, he's just like, look, it's what I thought gave us the best chance to win the game. So, um, y you know, I, I don't know what – I don't necessarily know what that means. I know he's going to compete <laughs> to win. I know he's, he's uh, worked hard on the game plan coming into it. I'm glad he's had a couple extra days because I do agree this Notre Dame defense will be uh, – we were all very impressed with Baylor's defense, but in my opinion, this Notre Dame defense is better – than the Baylor defense, and uh, it's going to be quite the chess match between Aaron Roderick and Jaron Hall and the Fighting Irish D. The offensive line has been good in pass protection this season, and they've struggled to block when running the ball. And in my mind, I'm like, how is that possible? I always thought run blocking was easier than pass blocking, but I, I never played college football. So, Riley, help me understand how this is possible. Some guys are just, well, a couple of things is it's, it's where you put your time in. And I, I don't, uh, uh, this is not an official opinion. I'm just trying to lay some context, right? Um, uh, where your time, you know, wh which grass are you watering? And it's very hard for teams to do both because you have only so many practice reps, especially for those offensive linemen in game weeks, because you're trying to get them recover and you're trying to install a new game plan. So in your individual technique time and as your time and as, as a position group, you have to, you know, what is that split between moving backwards, aka pass protection, or driving forwards, run blocking, right? And the reality is, you know, we've all read that famous passage in the Master, or in the Bible, no man can serve two masters. So uh, I think it's evident that BYU has made it a priority to protect Jaron Hall at all costs. So maybe up to this point in the season, they spend a little bit more time, you know, sorting out different pass blitzes and making sure their protections are really tight tight and coordinated with the tight ends and the running backs and maybe not quite as much time moving forward and really trying to establish a power run game because Jaron is the key to this entire machine. Uh, but as they've been able to do such a good job at that, that should give them the confidence to allocate more time towards the run game. And I am bullish on what BYU will do um, as far as run performance here today. I think, I'm not sure who the back will be, whether it'll be Jaron Hall, Chris Brooks, or Miles Davis, but I think someone's going to have an, a performance and a night-to-night running the football that will surprise people. Riley going biblical on us. Uh, last lingering question for me, Riley, is if this game comes down to a field goal, who's going to boot that ball? Jake Oldroyd, Justin Smith, 
Riley Nelson gets one down of eligibility, runs on the field, and makes it. I mean, anything's possible right now, right? Well, playing Notre Dame would be appropriate because I've got that old-style, straight-on, toe-punch style of kick. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably break my big toe doing it, but if I were able to put it for the, through the uprights to beat the Fighting Irish, it would all be worth limping for the rest of my life. I, no, I mean, it, it, it's it, that's a good question, and, and I don't know. I... Uh, if it was mentioned this week who the star who the kicker is going to be, who they're going to trot out there, I missed it in my prep. Um, but, but just for me personally, it, it's hard to. We all love Jake Oldroyd and his contributions to the team, but man, if you're not right and you don't give the team the best chance to win, whether it's a kicker, right guard, defensive tackle, free safety, or quarterback, the coaches have an obligation to the entire program and all the guys on the roster to put the best guy that gives them the best chance to win on the field. Um, Jake Oldroyd being one for his last six is evidence that he might not be the best guy right now. So uh, I'd probably say Justin Smith, but again, I haven't been watching in practice. I don't know who the coaches uh, would deem it. I sure hope it doesn't come down to a kick because I'd like the game to be played with those 11 guys on O and D. Uh, but if it does, here's hoping that whoever BYU and Coach Sitake trots out there can put it through the goalposts. Riley Nelson is down in Vegas. I'm in Provo. Hopefully we're going to hear from Notre Dame Radio Network analyst Ryan Harris coming up soon. But up next in Cougar Cuts, we're talking big games, firing up the defense, and black threads. You always look good in black, right? You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Sorry, for some reason that came out backwards. Here's the right button. Open your mind to new ideas and fresh concepts with BYU Radio. We cut through the clutter and noise to give you a positive look at the world in which we live. An ever-changing, always-evolving world that's never boring. Download the BYU Radio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. Oops. Keep life moving forward with BYU Radio. I'm a professional mom and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Play action, throws for the end zone, it's caught for a touchdown. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Hi, I'm Lizzie from the Food Nanny. Last year, I got my style checking from Mountain America, and I absolutely love it. The rewards are amazing. And now my style checking has even more baked-in benefits like telehealth, mobile phone protection, and exclusive discounts on dining and entertainment. So good. Get the only checking account you truly need at any Mountain America branch or macu.com. Insured by NCUA. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions apply.
This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Alongside Riley Nelson, here's Cleon Wall. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. It's time for Cougar Cuts. Notre Dame is one of college football's most historic programs. And while BYU acknowledges and respects that, head coach Kalani Satake says his team's goal is to go win a football game against a really good team. They know the names like Notre Dame and, and these big-name teams. It, just like you didn't have to say much when we went to Tennessee a few years back. And these guys know the, the, the historic value of, of the program in Notre Dame. But uh, when we get out there, we're going to play the game, you know. And, and I, I want them to embrace the opportunity. You know, this is a big-time program that we're going against with, with great players and great coaching. So uh, it's a tough task. Uh, I'm looking forward, forward to this game because I want, I want to get the best version of ourselves. And sometimes going against a great team with great talent when you see it on film gets the guys really excited to get that going and so I, I think this is going to be it comes at the right time for us this this game don't know what the result will be but I I, I know we can live with the result um, if we show up and play our best on this week's BYU football with Kalani Satake the coach said a lot of players had this game circled on their schedule I'll be honest I did too because it's Notre Dame and we've been waiting a long time for this game so long I think one of the last times BYU played Notre Dame you know, Riley Nelson was the quarterback. And you just heard Coach Satake say this game comes at a good time for us, meaning his team. I would like to think that he would like his team playing better coming to this game. On the other hand, you would think focus and preparation would be easy for this week after two subpar games and you get to play Notre Dame in Las Vegas. What do you think about that, Riley? I think that, and this is my... Uh, this has been my feeling ever since a player. Like, I think we put too much emphasis, with the exception of some actual, like, physiological things, right? Like, if you have to go East Coast and come back and play in a short week and, and players' recovery is actually affected. But I think we put too much emphasis kind of on the the momentum of a season or kind of the week to week. The reality is how you prepare that week is how you're going to play that Saturday. And so when coach says that this comes at a, good, at a good time for him, I think that means that they're practicing well. Or to me, that's an indication that it's a good time because they're practicing well, they're preparing well, and therefore they should play well on Saturday. But, uh, you know, to look at the performances against Utah State or Wyoming and say that BYU is struggling here or doing that, I, it doesn't necessarily translate um, so I sure hope that, you know, when Coach says that, that means their week of prep has gone great and they're going to put it on full display Riley, uh, in the game. Riley, you played at Notre Dame in 2012 and barely lost to a team that went to the BCS title game. Players and coaches talk about, you know, this is a business trip. You are in Las Vegas. You are playing Notre Dame. How do you keep it that way during the week? Yeah, the, one of the nice things is that obviously they stayed off strip. So as far as all, all that's concerned, you know, it's just a, kind of a typical road game. But you you don't. Hey, here's here's how I handled it, and here's how I, as a team captain and leader, tried to tell. I was like, look, this game is different, but rather than letting that scare you, or rather than becoming all you know all frantic just embrace it embrace the fact that it's different embrace the great opportunity do that extra preparation don't go to any extremes keep yourself in check within the boundaries of of what you know to have been effective in the past but leave no stone unturned and then come out here and take advantage of the opportunity to play you know on a national broadcast against one of the most historic football programs in the country the BYU defense is still looking for that game where everything comes together we talked about that and linebacker Peyton Wilgar says it's up to him and the rest of his defensive teammates to get it right, right from the beginning. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, the last couple of weeks, it's been unacceptable as a defense to do what we've been doing. So uh, it's important for the leaders and everyone really to step up and make sure we get a fast start from here on out. You know, no matter what the opponent is or whatnot, we'll definitely need to be on our A game for Notre Dame. They're a great football team and uh, there's no room for that coming out soft and whatnot. So we'll definitely need to step up as leaders and get everyone fired up from play one until the end of the game. Riley Payton makes it sound easy. Leaders set the tone, and they come out fired up. In your mind, how can they make sure not to start slow for a third week in the row? Is it just as easy as just give the ball to Jaron Hall in the offense first if they have that opportunity? I'd like to say so, but i got to imagine that Notre Dame is expecting that and will have prepared for you know a, a counter move. Uh, uh, a counter move to neutralize Jaron and to not let BYU get out to a fast start. But uh, I just think, look, I don't know necessarily when we say slow start, they just can't go three and out. Like that's what deflates a team. It deflates an offense. It, it, you know, it, it kind of is doesn't allow the defense to get into a rhythm because they go to the bench or they get caught. If they start, right, they're called back onto the field way too quickly. Or if the offense starts, you know, they're out there before the game has had any kind of chance to go into a rhythm. So as much as, you know, you want BYU to come out and score a touchdown on the first I'm saying, like, look, let's just get a couple of first downs, cross midfield, and maybe pin Notre Dame deep inside their own 20, inside their own, you know, uh, inside their own territory to start their first game. And that so there's def different definitions of starting fast. So here's hoping it comes out as a touchdown. But uh, man, just getting a couple first downs, crossing midfield, and making their first drive of the game start from a disadvantageous position would be a major win. And on the other hand, if BYU does start out on defense first, it's th the world isn't over if it's not a three and out for Notre Dame either. Correct. These, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a long game. And BYU has shown that they can weather the storms now against opponents the caliber of, of Notre Dame remains to be seen. And quite honestly, you're playing with fire if you start too slow or give too too much leeway. Notre Dame is not going to look like Oregon, where Oregon, you know, between the tempo and just the athletes they had on the field was, was blazing fast. I know fans maybe have a little bit of uh, trauma from, from <laughs> watching that game that they're worried about a slow start. Uh, but... The matchup is much different, different against Notre Dame, and no matter whether you start fast or finish fast or slow or strong or however, you're going to have to play all 60 minutes if you're going to beat the Irish, so you might as well plan on it. Now to the for fashion portion of our show. BYU will be donning black uniforms tonight with a special helmet that starts as royal blue on the top and fades into black at the bottom. One of the players who was chosen to be part of the reveal video is Caleb Hayes, and he says he's excited to get his chance to wear black. You know, it was very exciting. You know, uh, we talked about it, the boys, you know, it wasn't just me. Uh, it was a lot of the dudes on the team and everything that uh, had to keep it secret. Is this good for us to um, bring back the black? You know, uh, I was kind of upset when I got up here uh, at BYU that they discontinued it. And I was like, uh, well, um, I didn't get to try out the black uh, uniform. So, you know, we kind of have to bring it back. So, uh, you know, I'm just glad we all had a vote about it. And, uh, and it came out glad for uh, Cougar Nation. And, you know, we're, uh, we're excited to get uh, dressed up in it. Riley, I believe you were part of the crew that got the trend started with the Black Unis against Oregon State in 2012. Funny enough, that was the game before you played at Notre Dame Stadium. You lost 42-24 to in those unis, but you guys did look sweet. I really didn't want to see BYU return to the black uniforms because I thought they had enough with the Royal and the Navy. Plus, if you go all Navy, it's almost like black. 
But this uniform combo is tight and the royal at the top of the helmet and then fade to black plus the royal accents. Riley, do you like that BYU is black back in black and ACDC, please don't sue me. Hey, whatever gets young, talented players like Caleb Hayes and others to come play football for the program, I'm all for it. It seems like multiple uniforms and having all sorts of different swag and stuff that you get to give to these players. Uh, I mean, it sounds silly to think, but it plays a significant role in these players' decisions on where they decide to play football. The other thing is that fans seem to eat it up and uh, you know it takes money to produce this sport it takes money to recruit good athletes it takes money to keep good athletes here and build facilities and the like and so you know in partnership with Nike who if they know how to do anything it's it's generate revenue if uh, if multiple uniforms means that some additional revenues generated for the football program to uh, continue to maintain a high level uh, and keep BYU amongst the top programs in the country, I'm all for it. And if it all it takes is a little black so that you look good, feel good, and play good, why not? Just throw an extra color in there. All right, up next, Jason Shepard avoids all Billy Madison references, and thank heavens he does, when he talks with BYU running back Miles Davis for this week's Shep Talk. More Cougar pregame live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long? And that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can, with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with tools and services designed to meet my unique financial needs, no matter what stage of life I find myself in. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you and for me. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender, and MLS number 467014. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Run to the right side and right into scoring territory. At Smith's, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Smith's. Smith's, fresh for everyone. At BYU Radio, we work hard to bring you engaging radio with values. So tune in, pull up one of our podcasts, or open our app. And you can feel confident in finding quality content that is elevating, full of understanding, and digs deep into every subject we cover. So we invite you to come back again and again, wherever you want to listen to our shows. We'll keep the engaging new episodes coming on the BYU Radio app and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get you back to Cleon Wall and Riley Nelson for more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Cougar pregame live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Miles Davis came to Provo as a wide receiver, but after some early injuries, the Las Vegas native made the switch to running back. If the last two games are any indication, Davis has found his position as a Cougar. Jason Shepard caught up with Miles for this week's edition of Shep Talk. I wonder what the last couple of weeks have been like for you in terms of obviously getting more of an opportunity, but also not just getting the opportunity, but taking advantage of that opportunity. Yes, sir. It felt really good. I'm glad the coaches, you know, trusted me, you know. Uh, it shows their trust in me, the faith that, you know, they have, and it shows that patience come a long way, you know, a lot, like a real long way. Me getting injured, and I always knew, like, God has a plan, like he's doing stuff in mysterious ways. So, you know, I just didn't know when it happened, and then I got my opportunity. I tried to make the best of it. So I just want to thank the coaches and you know, the people, the older guys that's in front of me also, because I look up to them. I look up to a lot of guys on this team, and I see, like, you know, like Isaac getting hurt last year and he, how he, he bounced back from it. So I just kind of looking from all of that, and, you know, that's kind of who made me how I am right now. You talk about patience, and we hear all the time. It's, it's somewhat of a cliche in sports, but it truly is applicable here. You wait for your opportunity, and you're ready for that opportunity yes, when sir. it presents itself, yes, and that's exactly what you were able to do. Yes, how satisfying is that for you to know that you were ready when the time came. It was pretty cool. I felt like, you know, I just tried to make the best of it. I feel like everybody have their time. Everybody's time is coming no matter what. Everybody, you know, you just got to be patient with it, honestly. Like, when you're patient, I feel like, you know, God, like I said, God do stuff in mysterious ways and, you know, he works in mysterious ways and so when you just be patient and, you know, you pray for it, you ask for God, you ask him what he wants you to do and, you know, you keep just being patient and do what you do. Keep looking at that older guys that's in front of you just being patient. You know, your time's going to come and when you, and it comes, you just got to make the best of it. I know when you came here, you came here as a receiver. Had you played running back prior to high school any other time, or is this the first time that you've been a running back? Yeah, I'm not going to say I played running back because I never like I, I never was in the category of running back, but my high school kind of used me as a running back, kind of, if you want to say. Like, we did a lot of jet sweeps, you know, a lot of screen passes and stuff like that. I, I feel like that, in my book, like, if you're getting the ball handed off to you, I feel like you're, you're labeled kind of as a running back. So, How has that transition been for you? Because obviously you got to put on more weight and whatnot, but you clearly don't look like somebody who's a new running back. At first, it was kind of hard, but, you know, when you have an amazing coach like Coach Harvey over there, when you have an amazing coach like that that actually been in the NFL, and you got the amazing guys that's in the running back room that's actually running backs, and you just coming in, you trying to, you come in with an open mind, ready to learn, it, it makes it a lot funner, you know, it, it makes it real fun, it makes you want to stay humble, you know, it makes you hungry also, like, you know, you putting the work in, you seeing all, you know, you got the best of the best coaching you, and you know, you got the best in the room that's, you know, these are NFL backs that's going to go to the NFL someday. So you got them and you just looking like, okay, well, I want to go to the NFL for this too. So so it's, it's really fun. The run game has been inconsistent through the first couple of weeks. How much are you guys focusing on trying to get that thing on the right track starting this week with Notre Dame? Uh, we're just taking it day by day, honestly. We're taking it day by day. We know what we can do. We know the abilities that we have. We just got to go out there and show it on the field. We just got to stay hungry. And I feel like this week, that's what we've been doing a lot, staying hungry, proving our ourselves that we can you know we 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 got the talent here you know we just have to go you know handle our business and do what we have to do you're a vegas guy what type of uh, emotions do you have knowing you're getting to go back home you get to play notre dame at an nfl stadium this is setting up perfect for you it's, it's crazy like honestly i've been talking to my parents and my family all week it's kind of gonna be like a family reunion at home like <laughs> you know there you got a lot of tailgating going on so it's going to be really cool just going back to vegas and just being able to watch you know and play just 
be able to just, you know, just get, be in that atmosphere. Last year I didn't get to play in that atmosphere, so this year being able to play in that atmosphere is going to be really awesome. What do you think of when you think of Notre Dame? Not just this team, but just Notre Dame in general. Notre Dame is a really good team, you know. Um, they always been in the top 10, top 25 all throughout their whole year since I've been growing up, you know, and watching really college football. And, you know, when I used to play NCAA back then, like that's what one of the teams my brother used to, you know, pick to play against. I used to go with Ohio or, you know, anybody like that. So I feel like Notre Dame's a real good school. Um, they got talent there. You know, their coaches is pretty good. And we got to be ready to come in and just fight. You know, it's going to be a war. We just got to come in and bring it, bring our A game, you know, focus on us, focus on what we can do. Because if we we play our best ability, I feel like nobody can beat us when we're at our best ability. So, Is there any sense that you guys are coming in as the ranked team, but yet you guys are the underdog? Do you guys go in with somewhat of a chip on your shoulder, or do you not worry about that too much? I feel like we try to hold a chip on our shoulder all year, you know, throughout the whole year. I feel like, you know, some games we have the up, some games we have the down. But I feel like us going into this game or just going into the season, I feel like we always try to play with a chip on our shoulder. I feel like we play, you feel me, in my opinion, I feel like we play a lot better when it's a chip on our shoulder. So I feel like with a chip on our shoulder, I feel like it's going to make us a lot hungrier. You know, a lot of people want to run out there and do show their ability, show what they can do. And I feel like we got a lot to prove. All right, let's wrap things up with the final four questions. Your favorite class at BYU is what? My favorite class at BYU, mm, I'm going to say... Uh, New Testament. <laughs> New Testament, religion, uh, religion 200 New Testament. Okay. What is better, the book or the movie? The movie. The movie. Yeah, I feel like the movie is a lot better. Honestly. And it's quicker. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it, you feel me? You can kind of see everything and see it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm me. Personally, I'm not a reader guy. I, You're more of a visual yeah, guy. I'm a visual guy, so I like to watch movies and things like that. So, If you inherited a million dollars today, first thing you're going to buy is what? Uh, I don't think the first thing I would buy. I think the first thing I would do is go back home and kind of take care of some of the, my friends and family and some of the community back at home. That's for like that's the first thing I would do, try to give back. All right, last question. Now, I realize you've only been here for a couple of seasons, but uh, we're focusing on the era of independence coming to an end before going into the Big 12. So what will you remember about the era of independence? Like I said, I didn't, I didn't really get to live the independence the whole time, but I feel like the thing that I will remember a lot from the independence era, uh, that 2020 season with Zach Wilson, that was just a crazy year, and that was my first year coming in, you know. So that season, um, last season also, I didn't get to really play last season but last season like we 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 did some unbelievable things the past two years we did unbelievable things so i feel like i remember all those games you know especially the coastal carolina game how you know that game come it came up out of nowhere two days and you're on the road ready to play a game yeah like that game was really crazy so i remember i remember a lot of stuff you know honestly and just, i feel like in, in my first year in independence that was my first year coming in so of course that year i'm going to try to remember so miles thank you so much for taking a few minutes i really do appreciate it good luck down in Vegas and have fun. Thank you. Thanks to Miles Davis and Jason Shepard for that edition of Shep Talk. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. football era of independence and this one will have a special place in the hearts of Kalani Satake and Jake Oldroyd you're tuned into Cougar pregame live on the new skin BYU sports network you named your son Steve Jimmer and Lavelle 1984 is a place of joy to you not a dystopian book your blood runs blue despite what science says 
You're BYU, and we get you. Because we give it our all to ensure the Cougs can too, be it injury prevention, rehabilitation, or orthopedic surgery. And we do the same for you. Intermountain Utah Valley Hospital, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Hi, I'm Lizzie from The Food Nanny. Last year, I got my style checking from Mountain America and I absolutely love it. The rewards are amazing. And now my style checking has even more baked in benefits like telehealth, mobile phone protection, and exclusive discounts on dining and entertainment. So good. Get the only checking account you truly need at any Mountain America branch or macu.com. Insured by NCUA. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Throws wide open, and it's a catch made for a first down. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop. Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. Hi, this is Lisa from The Lisa Show. This week on the show, if I said <laughs> self-care in the 1800s, what would that look like, do you think? In the 1800s? Just living self-care. past the age of 30 was probably self-care. <laughs> self-care. Not getting dysentery. <laughs> you can find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or on the BYU radio app. Sportsmed.org. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Cleon Wall. Back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Each week this year, we celebrate one of BYU's best wins of independence. Before we get to this week's edition, Riley, I'm disappointed that last week Jason did not pick out your comeback victory over Utah State since BYU was playing at Utah State. Maybe at least an honorable mention. That would have been nice, right? (laughs) You know, he's got a tough job with all that he does, so uh, we can forgive the oversight. We love Shep. (laughs) Since BYU's beaten USU so many times, I guess that's maybe a great, uh, maybe not so great a win. Anyway, today's game was a fun one. No, it wasn't high scoring. But it had plenty of drama. It was 2016. BYU begins their season against the University of Arizona. It was September 3rd, 2016. University of Phoenix Stadium, Glendale, Arizona. Season opener, Kalani Satake's first game as BYU head coach. The first touchdown of the Satake era was scored by Braden Elbakri. And BYU would lead 9-0 at the half. Jamal Williams would run for 172 yards, and Taysom Hill would throw for 202 yards and a TD. However, the play of the game would be the game's last, as a true freshman kicker named Jake Oldroyd would get the chance for immortality. Rhett Allman had missed an extra point earlier in the game, so the decision was made to send in Oldroyd, who had never 
attempted a kick as a collegiate athlete. It paid off as Oldroyd nailed a 33-yarder with four seconds left to win the game for BYU and give Kalani his first of many victories as a Cougar head coach. Let's listen Split right down the ESPN middle. BYU and Arizona fans in this neutral site game. The first time head coach, 40-year-old Kalani Sitaki, who grew up a BYU fan. BYU starting a new era as Kalani Sitaki takes over. El Bakri straight ahead. And if you had him scoring the first touchdown of the season for BYU, you're probably the only one, and you're a winner. With Jamal Williams. Williams breaks into the clear. To the 44 on a 37-yard run that puts him over 100 for the night. 6-4, Laulu Pututau to the bottom of the screen. Hill looks his direction. Zips one for Colby Pearson. Touchdown, BYU. On third and seven, they rush only four. It's a first down strike to Jonah Trinaman. Oh, he's complete that pass. A draw play, and Jamal Williams crosses the 25, the 30. Inside the 30, first down to the 26. On second and four. Hill keeps it and has room. Pushed out of bounds after a first down. From 33. Right down the middle. The Sataki era begins with a two-point win and the most unlikely of heroes in Jake Oldroyd. A couple of other remembrances from this game or maybe even this season. Taysom Hill was coming back for his fifth season. He started this game. He lost 2015 to a foot injury in the first game of the season. Knee injuries cost him the majority of the 2014 and 2012 seasons. I thought Taysom should have retired and moved on with his life because it just seemed like he couldn't stay healthy, and boy, was I wrong. He ended up playing the whole season before getting injured in that final game against Utah State and has done whatever he could to stay in the National Football League. Boy, was I wrong on that one, Riley. Taysom Hill turned out to be a special one, and I'm glad we got to see him play one more season. Yeah, and I you, most memorable thing for me uh, uh, in that game, uh, now looking back on it, sorry, not most memorable, but now that I'm reminded of it, of course in the Kalani Sitake era, a fullback scores the first touchdown, right? <laughs> That's only fitting. Exactly. Jamal Williams did not play the previous season. What a last season for him, too. Not only did we uh, go over his stats in that game, 172 yards uh, in that game, uh, he was just amazing. And, and then his season it culminated in victory over Wyoming in the Poinsettia Bowl. It, it was, I guess for me, thinking back, thinking back to Taysom Hill, that first game of that final season for both those guys, what a great way to start their final season for both of them. Yeah, and it feels a lot like this game, neutral site, neutral site, pro stadium. Uh, see if we can't channel some of that same magic here uh, against the Irish. And uh, so happy to hear uh, that Jake Oldroyd kicked that game-winning field goal. We were talking about earlier how we're wondering who's going to be kicking field goals in this game. I guess we'll find out. Uh, they said that it will be a game-time decision or at least they're not telling us who's going to be kicking. So it was good to go back and relive all of that. All right, we're going to take a break here on Cougar Pre-Game Live. You are listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long and that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. 
and you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can, with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. You're unique, and so are your financial needs. That's why, at Zions Bank, we're dedicated to supporting you, serving you, equipping you, educating you, inspiring you, cheering you, and providing you with tools and services designed to meet you where you are, no matter where you find yourself. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 467014. Play action, throws for the end zone, it's caught for a touchdown. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Hi there, welcome to BYU Athletics. Come on in, let me show you around. Over here we have our promotions, and these are some of our social media campaigns. Right over there we have radio and TV spots, and over here is where we have our game day tickets and hospitality. If you look up there, you can see our LED signage. These are all great tools to promote your business, build your brand, and align your company with the values of Brigham Young University. To learn more about what a partnership with BYU Athletics and your company will look like, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. What truly makes us human? Is it opposable thumbs, a large brain, cities, technology? No. The thing that truly makes us human is story. Within stories, we find the beauties and the truths of life. They make us human. They make us whole. And stories are found on BYU Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or download the BYU Radio app. And hear the stories that connect us. Let's get you back to Cleon Wall and Riley Nelson for more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're joined today by former Irish offensive lineman, Super Bowl 50 winner, and Notre Dame radio network analyst Ryan Harris. Ryan, thanks for stopping by our broadcast booth at Allegiant Stadium. Fun to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. I, I want to get to the stuff on the field here in a moment, but I first want to ask you about new head coach Marcus Freeman. He was defensive coordinator for one season before he took over as the main man. You were a member of the Fighting Irish the last time they hired a guy who had never been a head coach, and that was Charlie Weiss. Were you surprised that Notre Dame hired Coach Freeman, and how do you think he's doing adapting as head coach? I was not surprised that they hired Coach Freeman, and, and he is adapting to being a head coach. I think all of us, the first time we get the dream job, there's things that you learn. And what I love is Marcus Freeman has been honest enough to say he's continuing to learn. I mean, that's the greatest trait of any leader in any industry, right? Not that you know everything now, that you're willing to learn what you need to learn to be successful. That's how you win. And Marcus Freeman's already learned a lot. Yes, time, time management and things like that but also when to play the right players, what players to get on the field. And to his credit, he's made those changes, including in today's game. Cornerback uh, Benjamin Morrison, the freshman, has been named a starter because of how he's progressed through the year. Those are the kinds of things that let you know a head coach is locked in step with his team, and that's where Marcus Freeman has to be right now. 
Ryan, you mentioned uh, personnel changes. Obviously, the switch from the switch at quarterback that happened 0 and 2 prior, 2 and 0 after. Is is it been the change at quarterback or lessons learned in those first two weeks of adversity that have Notre Dame, uh, you know, on a 2 and 0 coming off a pretty good win against North Carolina? Is it more cultural or personnel driven? The the change in the from the first two games to the last two games. I'd say culture because it's it, it, you're talking about human beings and Notre Dame. Every single player on that team was embarrassed when they lost to Marshall. I mean, that was an embarrassing loss across the board. No one played well. Coaches didn't coach well. And especially coming after that tough loss at Ohio State to start the season, they were not ready. And so the culture changed because they realized, and every team at Notre Dame has to do this along the way, you have to realize when you play a Marshall, you're not going to play the team you watched on film. When you play BYU tonight, you're not going to play the BYU team that lost to Baylor. Shot. Yeah, you're going to you're going to get a huge huge you know uh, boost in production and pride and effort and at Notre Dame every week's like that so it's easy to kind of fall back especially when you have a younger team and especially when you have a young quarterback as they started the season with so now you've got the players who have been embarrassed coaches who have been embarrassed saying that's not going to happen again what do we have to do and especially last week against North Carolina Notre Dame is yet to score a first quarter touchdown at all this season but then they had 300 yards of offense in the second quarter so they're figuring things out you do need time to grow uh, and Notre Dame has done that and now with the bye week had time to self-scout see what plays that they may have may have not missed that they really like and come back out a faster better team I want to still focus on the offense uh, Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer is amazing he's the team's leading receiver with 22 catches 233 yards three touchdowns for people who haven't watched him play, why is he so special? He is big, strong. <laughs> he can make any single catch. And any any level of football, you want to see a receiver who can adjust to the ball while they're running the route. And Michael Mayer does that best. And what that looks like or, you know, when you're watching on TV is somebody stopping and reaching behind them or reaching higher than you think. And, and Michael Mayer can catch anything thrown to him within two feet. He's, he anticipates where the football's going to be, and he's willing to let it be somewhere else and still go make the catch. And then he's incredibly athletic. He's hurdled guys, ran through guys, sidestepped guys, slow-legged those guys. I mean, he is a nightmare for defenses, and he d commands a lot of attention. And he'll be playing, he'll be playing in the stadium again soon, just not in college. I think this game is going to come down to the performance in the trenches, but I want to defer to you as the subject matter expert. How do you see this matchup in your preparation leading up to this game? BYU obviously feels felt good coming into the season about their offensive line. The rush production maybe hasn't lived up to the expectations. I think this defensive front seven for Notre Dame will be their stiffest test of the season. How do you see it? I'm right there with you. And to me, the key in that trench battle, the defensive line of Notre Dame against BYU's offensive line. You have not, BYU has not faced a defensive line like Notre Dame. And there have been issues when I watch the film at times, not consistently, but issues protecting uh, Jaron, um, I'm Jaren sorry, Jaron Hall when he's in there dropping back to pass. And I can tell you right now, Notre Dame's strength of the defense is their defensive line. And Isaiah Foskey, I mean, he did a little preview promo move for, for this game before the season even started, had a nice fresh week of practice. And I'm telling you, this defensive line, if they can be handled now, BYU is going to have a successful night because you cannot give Jaron Hall any amount of time to figure out where he wants to go with the football. He is an elite quarterback 
who should be the next quarterback from BYU to go to the NFL. You talked about how well the, B, uh, the Notre Dame d uh, defensive line has played. They are going to be missing someone from that defensive line. Defensive tackle Jacob Lacey announces he's sitting out the rest of the season and will transfer. And also, linebacker J.D. Bertrand will miss the first half for a targeting call in the game against uh, North Carolina. How, how much will that impact the Irish defense in this game? Uh, not as much. Jacob Lacey was a, a powerful defensive tackle for the Irish. And um, when, also, when you talk about J.D. Bertrand, he's he's been physical. That's why he got that penalty. It was a bang-bang play. He actually now the second game in a row he has to sit out the first half because of a targeting call. But I'll take that 10 times out of 10. I mean, it's a difficult position to play linebacker and safety in today's football. I think that's the right thing to do with the health of players. I mean, I've got guys who struggle from the concussions they've gotten, and I've been on the field and heard people break their bones from their hits. So, I mean, it's good that they've made those rule changes, but you cannot let that take your aggressiveness away as a defensive player. So they were able to do it last, uh, last game against North Carolina, one of the best passing attacks in the ACC at the time. So Notre Dame has experience without J.D. Bertrand being on the field. And you'll be able to see a player, uh, Prince Colley, you'll probably be talking about, Maris Leofel, you'll talk about as well. And then I don't know if we'll see him in this game, but they've got a linebacker in Junior Tui Halamaka that is unbelievable. So I hope he gets some run today because he's a, he's a big-time player and probably going to be the best linebacker at Notre Dame since Manti Teo. Well, high praise. So when I see the film and I see how these two teams are playing in the in the recent, the last two weeks, really their last two games, my gut tells me you know the over under is 51. Gut tells me you know the over. But then I look at the historical matchups between Notre Dame, Notre Dame and BYU. They always seem to be slugfests that end up somewhere in the teens or the 20s. How do you see it? Uh, man, it's so tough. You know, it's it's such another layer to think about those numbers, but. I don't know that Notre Dame will be able to stop the passing attack of Jaron Hall. I mean, I'm incredibly impressed. Um, so I, I think that you're going to see something in the in the 21-35 range one way or another. And it's really going to be which team takes care of the football and which defensive line affects the quarterback the most. Those two things are going to dictate it. Um, but it's kind of funny, you know. I don't, you know, it's, we're here in Las Vegas, and you never know in games like these. I mean, games like these, as a player, everything's different. The electricity you feel when you walk into the locker rooms. I mean, the, the Notre Dame's using the Oakland Raiders locker room, and I can tell you guys, college locker rooms are a lot different <laughs> than the NFL. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, you know, they got the Coca-Cola machines and all those things in there, and you know, it's it's you're a different. You're not bumping vibe. elbows with your teammates yeah. while you're trying to get dressed. Nobody's yeah. sharing a locker yeah. with just like a, you know, you got one hanger on left and one hanger on right. Yeah. Yes. So um, it's an amazing experience, and I'm just so happy that both of these schools with the strong religious traditions that we have and share are able to come here in a relevant city like Las Vegas in the sports scene and be present because, you know, we are a part of the fabric of our great nation, and, and what a fun way to celebrate that in a football game in Las Vegas. Ryan Harris, thanks again for joining us here on Cougar Pregame Live, and good luck on today's call. All right. Go Irish. <laughs> Thanks again to Notre Dame Radio Network analyst Ryan Harris. Coming up next, we'll visit with the voice. Greg Rebell, Cougar Pregame Live, continues next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Smith's, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Smith's. Smith's, fresh for everyone. 
Hi, I'm Lizzie from The Food Nanny. Last year, I got my style checking from Mountain America and I absolutely love it. The rewards are amazing. And now my style checking has even more baked in benefits like telehealth, mobile phone protection, and exclusive discounts on dining and entertainment. So good. Get the only checking account you truly need at any Mountain America branch or macu.com. Insured by NCUA. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Running to the right side and right into scoring territory. I'm a professional mom and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of The Appleseed, where great stories can change your family's world. And on the next all-new episode of the show, Tim Lowry tells a story about how his dad got a job as the new pastor in town and always shuddered when he heard someone say, A pastor, a word. My dad was quickly learning that this always meant more work for him. A story filled with faith and humor and of building bridges between different folks. Catch it right here or Google The Appleseed Podcast or download the BYU Radio app. Let's get you back to Cleon Wall and Riley Nelson for more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Joining us now is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. Uh, Greg, I was hoping that you would enter the booth today. Some showgirls would be with you. James Brown singing Living in America because, you know, that's the sort of entrance you deserve. And and if you don't know, by the way, fans, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go watch Rocky IV. You, you, by the way, we won't get into if BYU would be considered Rocky, Ivan Drago, or Parrish the Thought, Apollo Creed. Greg, you just got done co- talking with the coach. Who will we see or not see in this marquee matchup in Sin City? And any word on the starting kicker in this game? Well, it took six games, but BYU will finally have its top two preseason wide receivers together on the field at the same time. Puka Nakua got a week of practice in. And so Puka Nakua and Gunnar Romney are available to play together for the first time this season. Uh, Chase Roberts remains out. Uh, he'll have now missed uh, three games. And uh, so that was one that I think caught a few people by surprise after he initially left. But it's pro- proving to be a longer-term deal than suspected. So no Chase Roberts. Not quite exactly back to full speed of wide receiver, but uh, they do get the top two back. No Miles Davis today. That's notable. Um, so the one-two punch of Chris Brooks and Miles Davis is uh, is dulled somewhat with Davis missing. So it's Chris Brooks, Lopini Katoa, possibly Hinkley Ropati if they had to if they had to get that deep on the depth chart today. So no Miles Davis uh, for BYU in the backfield. So no Roberts, no Davis. That's not great, but you do get uh, Puka Nakua back, and that's pretty good. Uh, defensively, Mal- Malik Moore remains out. Uh, Josh Larson and Blake Mangelson, a couple of defensive linemen, uh, they remain out. Um, so kind of the, the main notes right there. Uh, Jacob Robinson. Oh, yeah, Jake Robinson. Uh, Jacob Robinson got uh, maybe even been in practice. He got hurt and and will be a more of a game time decision today. So it's the uh, 
you know, it, I guess it's the kind of the weekly routine now at this point. Some guys in, some guys out, Riley and Cleon. But that's the uh, outlook for today with the big, you know, the, uh, the biggest and best news being that uh, Puka Nakua gets back on the field. Hopefully he can play the whole game. You know, uh, that, that's, that's been the biggest challenge for him lately. Cleon noted uh, earlier, Notre Dame's missing a couple guys on their defense, but they're coming in uh, with a full complement, at least of offensive weapons. What are you looking for personnel-wise uh, for the Irish? Yeah, they, they do lose uh, Jacob Lacey to the transfer portal this week. That was interesting. Uh, and he was a depth lineman. I've only got eight defensive linemen on the board for Notre Dame. They don't play a ton of guys. One thing I'm noting from opposing teams, coaches, and media when they get ready to face BYU is they all remark about how many players BYU plays on defense. And you have to you know, be reminded that that's not how everyone else likes to do it. You know, I, I've got my defensive board here, and there are just so many guys on it because so many guys play. Not every team chooses to go that way. And Notre Dame is one of those teams that tends to play a little more minimal. Uh, only three true down line, uh, linemen backed up by three uh, second stringers. So really six D linemen that play on true down positions. They have an outside rusher position called the Viper in which they rotate two guys pretty heavily there too. But uh, starters play a lot in the Notre Dame and, and on, on offense. You know, the backup uh, wide receiver to Styles, no catches. The backup wide receiver to Lindsey, no catches. The backup tight end to Mayer, no catches. I mean, so they've got their guys and they ride those guys. And that's very different from BYU's approach. I think all of us are hoping for a memorable game, Greg, tonight between these two teams. I... I was kind of hoping to see more games between these two teams when BYU went independent. Didn't happen. Greg, you've been on the broadcast team for every game BYU has played against Notre Dame. What's fun about playing Notre Dame or broadcasting a game between these two teams? Well, we had a conversation you and I did in the studio earlier this week where the, the, the games in South Bend have a truly special feel about them. And Riley's played in those games. And he, when you just hit campus on a game weekend, something special happens. And you really do you sense it and you note it. And, and so that, that, that's one thing to be, uh, uh, to be kind of um, uh, underscored is that when you go to South Bend in the shadow of the Golden Dome, it's a unique and memorable experience unlike any other. That said, the Golden Helmets... And the interlocking ND and, and the fact that Notre Dame will represent so well here today, far away from their natural home, all adds to the uh, aura of today's game. And yet, BYU is going to be well represented. If you look out there as we are right now, Cleon, you don't have to look too far to spot Royal Blue. It's maybe a little more scattered, not maybe as centralized, but there are a lot of BYU fans already in the stands. So as much green is popping out, you can see almost as much royal blue popping out. Either way, this will feel this will be a sold-out environment. It's going to feel big time. I was walking around the uh, the bowels of the building earlier to get to and from my Kalani interview, and although I've not participated in a New Year's Six uh, or or a, a a playoff bowl type scenario, that's the vibe you get in an NFL building like this with Notre Dame in the building. As much activity is, as there is around, as much security as there is around, as cavernous as this building is, you get that big-time postseason feel. It would be nice if that were a precursor to BYU somehow finding its way into the New Year's Six, whether this year or sometime soon, because that's the feel I get. 
Greg, we've talked a lot about Matt, and we will continue to talk about matchups on the field. But to me, you've got Marcus Freeman in only his fifth game, and he is he's my age. And I can only imagine me going up against the likes of <laughs> Kalani Sitake and Aaron Roderick and, and them and all their depth of talent. Of course, Marcus Freeman has plenty of experience and knowledge on his staff. But do you see that as a matchup where BYU might have an edge that Kalani's been here and Marcus Freeman is here for the first time? They're still only five games in. They've only played four plus a bye. BYU's already played five games playing into a sixth with everyone back on the staff. I think the starting quarterback situation can't be overstated. BYU has to take advantage of a huge advantage with Jaron Hall over Drew Pine. Drew Pine's the backup. He was not the guy they chose to, to lead this team when the season began. He's playing by, by, by necessity. And we'll talk about this a bit more in pregame. Riley and I will. He's not been terrible. But, but Jaron Hall should give BYU an edge at that most important position. Defensively, if you watch a lot of Notre Dame video, you will see on a number of occasions this year, um, late to be set. The defense late to get communication done. The ball snap, guys are still looking around. I saw that more than a handful of occasions. If BYU chooses to tempo this team, that could be a factor in this game. BYU loves to go tempo and uses it really well under A-Rod. And I've seen times this year where Notre Dame just doesn't look quite ready on defense. And if BYU gets Notre Dame running around a little bit, could be something that we see again today, which would benefit the Cougs. Greg, Riley, thanks for joining us on Cougar Pregame Live. We'll let you guys go and uh, get ready. We'll hear from you in about eh, 25 minutes or so. So thanks a lot for joining us here on Cougar Pregame Live. With you, thank you. All right, Mitchell Jurgens joins me on the other side. This is Cougar pregame live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to Cougar pregame live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Cleon Wall. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The BYU Cougars are getting ready to face Notre Dame. I'm joined now by sideline reporter Mitchell Jurgens. Mr. Jurgens, have you been able to stay away from the slot machines this weekend? I mean, it's just <laughs> like the team. This is a business trip, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, uh, <clears throat> I've, I haven't had uh, too much. Even if I had time, I don't know if I would have made it there. Uh, my, uh, my brothers and dad came into town, and we we golfed 54 holes in the last two days. <laughs> oh my so it was a it was a golfing trip. My my hands are a little raw uh, from uh, too too much swing in the club. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, you know didn't didn't get over to the slots, but uh, it, it definitely took advantage of uh, the warm weather and, and and the beautiful golf courses here. Hopefully you'll be able to fight through any blisters you had on your hands from playing that much yep. golf. Uh, Mitch, uh, when Christopher Brooks ran for some big yards in the fourth quarter of BYU's win over Utah State, I thought the Cougars' rushing attack might finally be coming together. I believe the same thing the week before against Wyoming when Miles Davis started breaking off big yards. Unfortunately, we're not going to see from Miles Davis today. Really disappointing for him and for the team. Him, because he's from Las Vegas, for the team. He's a nice change of uh, pace back. But are we going to start to see a consistent rushing attack this week or now with this knowledge that Miles is not going to play, are we going to see Jaron Hall sling the ball around the field a lot more? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that does throw a wrench in things. Um, definitely not something that we were anticipating, even me coming into this game. Uh, Miles Davis, he is. He's kind of that change of pace back, that electric, that, that electrifying, um, you know, speedster that, I mean, has has some power as well. So I think BYU is going to miss not having him on the field today. With that said, Chris Brooks has had some success. Um, but it, it'll be a good question. You know, it, it, it with the last couple of weeks with BYU not really getting going early on, it's felt like there's just been this huge issue right with the rushing attack they've they've had some success late in games which has been good but um you know I, i'm not sure this notre dame team this their defense is their strong suit so far in this in this 2022 season um and 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 so i i'm not sure if this is going to be the game with that said um chris brooks maybe him being the guy knowing he's going to be the guy um, there's going to be a spark there but at, at the end of the day i think it's going to come down to the offensive line do they have the right mentality to truly control the game because in my opinion right this is it, it can be in their hands if they want it to be and if they come out and and we we heard that you know uh notre dame is down a few people on the defensive line boau's offensive line can take advantage and, and truly control this game but it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they attack it um with aaron roderick and and where they tend to gravitate to is if we're going to try and establish the run or um, just stick to the passing game it's interesting because if you watch enough football, you'll hear announcers or commentators say, oh, look what they're doing. They're using their rushing attack to set up their passing attack. Why hasn't BYU been able to use Jaron Hall's effectiveness at quarterback to maybe set up the run a bit more? Yeah, and well, I think I think that's the exact. Um, I mean, that's that's the answer that I that I think could potentially be there is with this mindset. You know, he, he you hear fans talking about it. Uh, potentially the coaches. You know, we're not sitting in the in the meeting rooms there, but it's hey, we need to establish the run. We need to establish the run. Well, with the weapons and um, the power that that BYU's offense brings with Jaron Hall and the receivers, you know, I think we need to to flip that mentality and say, look, it is time to just sling it, sling it, sling it, and when the time is right then we can revert to the run game um, because that's where BYU is strong um, and so uh, I think that's maybe one of the reasons right we've had this establish the run mindset or BYU has had that mindset um, but if they can flip that and truly just sling the rock to then set up the set up the rush game um, you know it could be first and um, you know first and ten if you throw for eight yards it's a much easier and, and sustainable two-yard gain that you can put on the ground and then build that confidence internally as uh, you know with the rushing attack so I, I hope they go to that I think this is what over the first uh, five games of the season this is we see that this is where BYU is strong and so um, we'll, we'll see when game time comes and they do have a ridiculous ridiculously deep uh, passing attack at least when it comes to wide receivers I'm not even going to mention the tight ends here I mean we Puka Nakua and Gunnar Romney are going to play today it's unfortunate Chase Roberts is not going to play but then you still have Keanu Hill Braden Cosper we get down to Cody Epps who's been fantastic this season do you ever think to yourself ah, maybe BYU should just abandon the running game and just start slinging it around just because Jaron Hall's playing well they've got all these wide receivers and maybe these wide receivers are saying get me the ball look what I can do with it as a as a former receiver, I think uh, <laughs> you should love there's this question, right? There's yeah, there's always that that uh, um, that feeling like, look, let's just throw the ball. This is where we're strong. You know, when I was a player, we had a we had a really strong receiving core, especially in 2015. It was like, hey, let's let's just keep throwing the rock, right? It's more more catches for us receivers. You know, we we believe in us as playmakers, and I'm sure that there's that mentality on the team as well. With that said, though, you know, you can't abandon it entirely. And 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 as I mentioned um, on your previous question, right? There's going to be 
be opportunities. Um, and if they shift the priority, right, and if they're throwing on first and second down and then they have those very short yarded second and third downs to pick up the first downs and move the sticks, I think that's the type of mentality you need um, and game plan with where BYU is strong. Um, with that said, too, especially in tonight's game, Notre Dame has shown uh, vulnerability in giving up, you know, the, the deep passing game, right? Uh, teams that have had success against them so far this season have been able to rely on um, the deep passing attack. And so um, I don't see, I definitely see BYU go into that this game. Um, but as they continually do that throughout the game, I, I, I know that there will be some holes. And if BYU can exploit it, if the line can again come up big, um, I think uh, I think we should see at least somewhat of a balanced attack. I've asked a lot of people this same question this past week in and around the offense. And I don't think I have a straight answer as of yet. Why is BYU's defense starting off so slowly in the past three games? Okay, maybe I should throw out the Oregon game because they're really good. But at least the last two games, it just seems like BYU kind of figures it out as they go along. But you're kind of getting a little worried. Even though I was never worried that BYU would lose against Utah State and Wyoming, it's still just like, what's going on right now? Yeah, and the injury bug is always gonna it's gonna be a hard one to um, to get over, right? We've lost some uh, BYU's lost some key players and starters due to injury, which which doesn't put yourself in the best position. Um, with that said, though, I think one of the things is time of possession um, has been big, especially early on. Um, the offense hasn't been able to sustain drives early, or they they score too quickly, right? It, 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 one of the first drives, it was I can't remember, it was, it was Wyoming, Utah State. They scored in two plays. And and, and defense is back on the field, right? And so as in the first halves, we've seen this real huge flip in time of possession where the opponent is owning most of that and defenses are going to wear out. Um, and so that could be one of the issues. Um, and then lastly, in my preference, I think they need to get back to trusting the quarter corners to play man coverage so you can add another body or two to the line of scrimmage to stop the run. Um, in, in this case, it being you know stopping the run has been an issue. I think you've got to trust and rely on your corners we've seen some 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 really great play from them as well as you know Micah Harper coming in strong in the in the secondary as well so you've got some cushion there and I think you've got to put them on a, an island trust them to get the job done and uh, and I think that's one of the ways that you can uh, really capitalize um, to figure out how to start strong s stack the box um, and make uh, Drew Pine throw the football uh, because they'll be in those tough yardage situations last quick question here for you Mitch in about 30 seconds or less do you wish BYU would play in Vegas every year? I mean, they're 13 and four in Sin City. You know, if it uh, if it makes me getting a trip uh, to golf a little bit more, <laughs> I'd say yes, absolutely. But I love it here. I mean, this this stadium is is definitely. I forget how incredible it is to play here. I think the the energy, the momentum, um, it's just seeing how how many fans travel to this game. It's definitely encouraging, and I think uh, I definitely be for it. It's got to be better than Sam Boyd Stadium. Mitch, thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Cleon. All right, on the other side, my conversation with Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman. That's next on Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. 
Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long? And that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Learn more at DontDriveDirty.com. See you soon. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Throws wide open, and it's a catch made for a first down. You're unique, and so are your financial needs. That's why, at Zions Bank, we're dedicated to supporting you, serving you, equipping you, educating you, inspiring you, cheering you, and providing you with tools and services designed to meet you where you are, no matter where you find yourself. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 467014. You've always wanted to get out and see the world, but how can you when the world is, you know, the world? Fortunately, changing the globe starts within. At BYU Radio, you can discover ways to strengthen your character through programs that inspire service, highlight sacrifice, and show you the path to redemption. Our mission is to help you grow, and your spot of earth will change thanks to you. Download the BYU Radio app or listen on your favorite podcasting platform. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Cleon Wall. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're getting you ready for number 16 BYU and Notre Dame. Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman was a rising star in the coaching ranks when he took the defensive coordinator position for the Irish in 2021. Then the 36-year-old was named head coach after Brian Kelly left to coach at LSU. Freeman lost his first three games as head coach before winning his last two. So I asked Coach Freeman if he was starting to feel more comfortable as the main man going into his sixth game. Um. You know, the thing I'm learning is that every day presents a new challenge, you know, and, and it's, again, you're, you're becoming more comfortable in the, the plan you have to win and, and what you believe it takes to, to have success. But, you know, as a head coach, there's a lot of different things that um, you have to do in terms of leading a program that every day something new presents itself. And so um, comfort, I don't want to say I'm comfortable. Um, I'm starting to learn exactly – um, what my role and my job is as the head coach is, but I don't ever want to say I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are ta- We were just talking about your comfort level, but your quarterback, Drew Pine, he'll be starting his third game against BYU. He looks like he's steadily improving from his first start against Cal. How comfortable is he feeling as the quarterback right now? I think he's he's doing a much better job of being confident. Um, he's a confident person, but you know, the, you look at the first quarter, the first half of that Cal game, and and you know, we didn't have the success that we wanted, the execution that we wanted. So I think you lose a little bit of your confidence. But you know, really focusing on that that last drive of the first half and the second half of the Cal game, and you move on to North Carolina game. I think his confidence and comfort level is uh, starting to rise. Watching highlights of your last game against North Carolina, too. 
of Drew Pine's TD passes came off play-action passes, and it stands to reason that North Carolina bid on those because your rushing attack in that last game was stellar. Has that helped take a little bit of pressure off of your quarterback? Well, I think when you have uh, the ability to run the ball um, and have success running the ball, it opens up a lot of different things for your offense, and uh, you know that's a, an area that you can um, really focus on that will help you um, in all aspects as being a quarterback and all, all aspects of your offense. And so that's been a focus of ours. Um, and then Drew did a great job of being able to capitalize off of what the defense was giving us, and uh, the execution was, was exactly what we needed. You lose your leading rusher from last year in Kyron Williams to the NFL draft. Audric Estime has stepped in as one of your featured backs. He started out with 21 yards against Ohio State in that first game of the season, but that number has steadily increased each week last time you guys played against North Carolina 134 yards excuse me in two TDs Uh, he's a load to tackle how's he progressing oh he's doing a great job he's getting better and better um you know Audric is a guy that has has proven himself and and really improved from spring ball and uh you know he's running with with a a lot of confidence but again a lot of confidence of, of the running game is built from the offensive line and uh I think our offensive line is continuing to improve every week, and and that's all you ask them to do. Let's get better um, each opportunity we have. You just mentioned your offensive line, how they're improving. What about your other running backs, though? Because Audric, as I said, he's improving, but it looks like you're getting uh, steady contributions from a a lot of guys who are rushing the ball. Yeah, I think, you know, what you're seeing is is there's three running backs that have been able to really come in the game and, and do some different things and each of them have a different skill set, but all of them are being productive. And uh, we love the, the healthy competition that's coming out of room. And, and you, I've been around a lot of people that if they're not getting the majority of carries, they're, they're obviously not happy. And what you're seeing is a, a group that is really um, being selfless and uh, taking advantage of the opportunity they get. You were the defensive coordinator last year for Notre Dame. You're now the head coach. That means you bring in a new defensive coordinator in Al Golden. How has the defense changed under this new coach? Uh, I think, you know, some of the scheme stuff we do, the, you know, the schematical things, um, you know, he's brought, he's brought, brought a different approach. Um, but the, the keys to having success on defense still don't change. The ability to stop the run, the ability to tackle and limit big plays are, are, are so important. Um, we got to do a better job of creating takeaways. And uh, we finally got our first one last week, but, you know, in terms of just the technical part, we 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 brought some enhancements of out of his expertise and being in the NFL for for the last seven eight years and and then what he's done when when he was in college and so um, I believe we've enhanced uh, what we we've, we've been able to do defensively but um, we obviously got room to improve. Speaking of defense, as you said, you got your first takeaway last week, but you also gave up. Uh, three touchdowns to North Carolina, one in the third quarter, a couple more in the fourth quarter. Did you have to get after them a little bit because of those late touchdowns? Also, a couple of those TDs were over 60-yard passes. Yeah, uh, you know, I think we have such a competitive group. It is it, the, the the fault doesn't lie within me to, to get after them. They, they're competitive guys, and anytime they give up a, a big play like that, they're going to be uh, – very uh, critical of, of how they played. And so, you know, it's great to be able to teach off of a win. Um, we know we cannot give up those big plays, and we got to do a better job of making sure that doesn't happen to the defense. Linebacker J.D. Bertrand will miss his second straight uh, first half due to a targeting penalty. How did he take the news that he'll have to miss the first thir- 30 minutes of this game in Las Vegas? 
Well, it's tough. You know, he's a captain that had to miss the first half of this game before. But as I told him, you have to learn from this. And we have to coach this and teach this and, and make sure we're practicing um, exactly our strike zone when we're making tackles because those are the rules of the game. And, uh, you know, you can't put your future in the hands of the referee. So we got to make sure that we are teaching this and practicing, um, practicing the right way. So we'll miss him, obviously, being a very productive uh, football player for us. But, um, you know, being a captain, he's got to find a way to help us no matter if he's on the field or not. Your defense will face a pretty good signal caller in Jaron Hall. The BYU QB has completed 70% of his passes and has only been intercepted once this season. In your mind, what makes him so good? I think it starts with his decision-making. You know, he makes really good decisions, and, and he has a, a really good arm. He's able to put the ball exactly where he wanted and uh, has some good wideouts that, you know, I, I say any quarterback that, that has success has wideouts to make them look good, and, and, and Jaron definitely has that. Um, you know, he, he's a, a guy that can be elusive. He can extend plays with his legs. And so um, he's a mature kid that has played the game for a long time that uh, will have our work cut out for us. BYU's defense has struggled at the start of games, especially against Wyoming and Utah State, the latter, their last two games, for various reasons. What have you noticed about the Cougar defenders? Well, I think when they need them the most, they step up and they make the, the plays that are necessary to win the game. And, uh, you know, they are a, a team that, that constantly rolls guys in there. It's almost a line change amongst the, the guys that are running in and out of the game. And so they're fresh, they're deep. Um, they, they've done a really good job. You study them the past couple of years. There's defense isn't something that uh, um, we know we we got our work cut out for us. And uh, we got to be able to try to establish a run game, be able to, to open up some things with the pass game. But um, they're a talented, mature group. Uh, I don't know the number of starts returning, but I know there's a lot of guys that have played a lot of ball for their defense. And, uh, you know, the linebacker, Tooley's a really good player. I know watching him, he was very productive to start that game uh, versus Utah State last week. So, um, we got to make sure offensively that we're, we're really focusing on execution and, and trying to establish uh, really the run and the pass game. Last couple of questions here for you, Coach. Is your, is your team excited to play in Las Vegas? Yeah, I think that's one of the unique things about Notre Dame is to, to be able to play a home game on the road every year is, is something that makes Notre Dame different. And uh, it just goes to the the network and the, the branding of, of Notre Dame and Notre Dame football. And so our guys are excited to go to an NFL stadium, beautiful stadium like Allegiant Stadium, and to uh, play a game versus a great opponent in Las Vegas. Something is very exciting. This game is cons- – Listen, we're looking forward to a great contest versus a great opponent, and uh, we're excited to go on Saturday night. Thanks again to Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman. When we come back, we'll look at some of the other action in college football. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Hi, I'm Lizzie from The Food Nanny. Last year, I got my style checking from Mountain America and I absolutely love it. The rewards are amazing. And now my style checking has even more baked in benefits like telehealth, mobile phone protection, and exclusive discounts on dining and entertainment. So good. Get the only checking account you truly need at any Mountain America branch or macu.com. Insured by NCUA. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there. Welcome to BYU Athletics. Let's take a tour. From up here on Y Mountain, you can see the Marriott Center, where over 18,000 fans watch exciting BYU basketball. Over there, you can see the Smith Fieldhouse for volleyball and South Field for soccer. And see that big blue Y? That's Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where almost 65,000 fans watch Cougar football. 
When you become a partner with BYU Athletics, thousands of people will see your brands and messaging during live games. To learn more, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. Play action, throws for the end zone, it's caught for a touchdown. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. At Smith's, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Smith's. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Music of inspiration, messages of hope, and moments of reflection. Join us every Sunday on BYU Radio for This is Sunday. You'll hear words of encouragement from religious leaders, stories from scripture, and uplifting music. A moment to reflect in good faith. Music and the spoken word. Listen to our Sunday shows on demand at byuradio.org or find them wherever you download your podcasts. Sundays are special on BYU Radio. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Cleon Wall. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. One score to pass along to you, UCLA uh, leading Utah right now. 42-25, and UCLA got the ball back with just over six minutes left in the game. Coming up next, it's the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell and Kalani Satake. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with tools and services designed to meet my unique financial needs, no matter what stage of life I find myself in. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you and for me. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender, and MLS number 467014. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Running to the right side and right into scoring territory. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500 pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three foot range instead of three point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. How do you listen to BYU Radio? 
Let us count the ways. In Utah, you can listen on a radio at 107.9 FM or on satellite at Sirius XM channel 143. Of course, you can enjoy BYU Radio on your smart speaker or listen anytime on our website, byuradio.org. Download the BYU Radio app and enjoy all your favorite programs or listen wherever you get your podcasts. How you listen to BYU is up to you. BYU Radio, stay curious. It's time to preview today's matchup with head coach Kalani Sataki. It's the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Zions Bank. For big-time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. The Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Let's rejoin Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar football fans. And for the second time in as many seasons, we welcome you back inside beautiful and behemoth Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, as today the 16th-ranked BYU Cougars face the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame for a ninth time all-time and the first time on a neutral field. It's the last scheduled meeting between these two FBS independents with BYU playing its final season as an independent before embarking on its Big 12 journey next year. Today's game contracted as a Notre Dame home game, close enough to BYU to draw a huge Cougar crowd, but the Irish controlled most of the ticket allotment today. BYU scratching and clawing to countering the green and gold with the blue and white tonight. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel, with me and joined high above field level. In our broadcast booth is the former BYU signal caller, the sling and scramble and southpaw himself, Riley Nelson. And Riley, BYU's first experience in this exceptional edifice was a memorable one. It was 13 months ago as BYU opened the season against Arizona. The Cougars led wire to wire and won a low-scoring affair with the Wildcats. This year's Notre Dame team is a tougher test to be certain, so much so that the Cougs are underdogs here this evening. But after just a so-so performances as heavy favorites, each of the last two games against Wyoming and Utah State, maybe the underdog role can bring a little more bite to the fight. Yeah, I mean, if you're a BYU Cougar, the, you're, the team you're playing is 2-2, two and two, you're 4-1. The team you're playing is unranked, you are ranked 16. So the fact that you're an underdog has got to bring, you know, it's got to incite some pride or, or some, uh, you know, it's got to get your blood flowing a little bit. Now, that said, they BYU has, and Coach Sitake have talked at length about how they feel like they are yet to put the perfect game together and doing that against this Notre Dame Irish team will be quite the task uh, but I think the Cougars will be up for it today. Coming up next we'll hear from BYU head coach Kalani Sitake as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues for big time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. This is BYU football on the new skin BYU Sports Network. I'm a professional mom and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. 
That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with tools and services designed to meet my unique financial needs, no matter what stage of life I find myself in. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you and for me. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender, and MLS number 467014. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Throws wide open, and it's a catch made for a first down. Based on the nation's most credible polling firms, shirting yourself increases your chances of getting a raise, scoring a hot date, and securing a place at the cool table. Research shows shirting yourself even improves your raffle chances by 64%. Introducing ShirtYourself.com, where you can create a one-of-a-kind shirt with all-over design. It's your shirt. You can build it how you want or use one of the site templates. It's super easy. ShirtYourself.com, where the world is your shirt canvas. Jerem Jordan from Provo, Spencer Linton from Vegas. On the latest BYU Sports Nation, NBC's Jason Garrett joined us to preview tomorrow's BYU versus Notre Dame game in Las Vegas. On Monday, if BYU beats Notre Dame, is it time to start talking about a New Year's Six bowl game for the Cougars? And if they don't, what can we expect moving forward? Listen on demand, Google BYU Sports Nation podcast, or tune in live at noon Eastern for BYUSN, always here on BYU Radio. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues. Once again, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are coming to you live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, the 65,000-seat venue hosting nationally ranked BYU and Notre Dame. The Cougs 4-1 on the season, fighting Irish 2-2. Both teams have won back-to-back games after discouraging setbacks. The Cougars were opened up at Oregon in Week 3, while the Irish were upset at home by Marshall in Week 2. They both, of course, since won consecutive games. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. It is brought to you by Zions Bank. For big-time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. And this afternoon, Kalani talks about uh, hopefully rediscovering an edge and needing to be sharp against one of the biggest names in the game here in Las Vegas. Uh, thankful for the opportunity to play this game, the Shamrock Series, and and to be here in Vegas. You know, I know this is a uh, away game for us, but uh, we've always feel feel comfortable playing, especially in this building from last year and the connection to the community. So we're excited about the game and looking forward to this matchup. What does the underdog label mean? for you? Well, I just like the, the hungry um, type of attitude. And I, I think whether you're, um, you know, favorite or not, I think we just have to have, we, we need to have that type of mentality going into every game, uh, regardless of who the opponent is. I think we play at our best when we do that. And so uh, the mindset works out for us right now because we are the underdogs and not a lot of people expecting that much from us. And so that's exactly where we want to be. Okay. And what do you think of this two and two Notre Dame team? Yeah, really talented team. And obviously you look at the amount of uh, the uh, talent that they have on their team with, with in regards to recruiting rankings and everything. There's a reason why they're uh, ranked in the top 10 preseason, you know. So I think a lot of people have been surprised by what they've seen on, on 
on uh, so far, for the, especially the first two games. But um, looking at what they've done, especially in, in against uh, North Carolina, a very talented team, they they dominate that game entirely. And so uh, we know that we have our work cut out for us. We're excited about the matchup and really looking forward to getting you know performing at our best. It's midseason. Like to see our guys play a, a great game. How similar is this game? to the previous P5 games you played this year, Baylor and Oregon, and where are there maybe some differences that don't make them feel like that, uh, make, make it feel like those games? Well, yeah, the athleticism that we saw from all of those teams, I mean, that uh, that, that, that has... Uh you know, that has our, our attention, but the more the commitment to the run game, uh, we did a lot better in the Baylor game than did, we did in the Oregon game, and honestly, we haven't done done it well enough. We know that. Uh, we know that they're going to try to establish the run game, and we need to do something about it. So um, our run defense hasn't been exactly what we see it being, uh, especially the last few weeks, and so this is a time to turn it around. They're into a second-string quarterback due to injury. If you were to force Notre Dame to be a little more throw-reliant, would that play into your hands, presuming you do what you want to do up front? When Anytime you make a team um, not as balanced as they would like to be, I think that, that works in your favor. And so uh, we, we feel like we have some good coverage, and, and uh, our past defense has been pretty good. And so hopefully uh, we can take something away from them that uh, allow them to be a little bit more um, uh, as far as what we're seeing predictable. And uh, when that happens, I think our defensive players can find ways to make big plays uh, and then you know, force, force some turnovers. To the BYU offense, uh, how close to a full arsenal do you think you'll have today? Well, it helps having Puka and Gunner on the team on the field, you know, for the first time all year. So uh, that'll be helpful. Um, I think we have some guys that are banged up, and then some game time decision guys. But uh, the guys on the field will have tons of experience, and, and uh, I think as long as we have our quarterback, especially leading the way, we should be okay. How close to full go is Puka? Gave you enough apparently during the week, right? Yeah, he practiced all week, and so did Gunner. So it's just a matter for Gunner is getting in better shape than he was last last week, and uh, for Puka, for Puka, just get ready to roll because this is home for him. So it, it, he wants to get out there and play. Midpoint of the season, do you think that you're about as healthy? or banged up as any other team out there right now? Yeah, I think it, it, compared to years past, we're a lot better situation than we've been. Um, you know, there's a difference between injured and sore. And so I think uh, it's impossible to think that our guys wouldn't be uh, banged up a little bit. But uh, once you get the adrenaline going and, and you start relying on muscle memory and the things that we've been able to practice through, I think we'll be in a good spot. And, 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 we sh- and I'm looking forward to us performing really well and um, close to our best. That's what we're looking for this season. Last year, you played the Arizona opener in this building, and it was a strong BYU vibe, obviously. We don't really know how the crowd composition is going to feel yet, but because it is a Notre Dame home game, right? Yeah, I mean, we're just like I like said before, this is a, 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 we're the visitors, and it's an away game for us. We know they have the, uh, the control of the tickets, especially the, the bulk of them also. Uh, our fans have been really... Um, Resourceful and find different ways, creative and find ways to get in get in the stadiums that we play at, and and so uh, I think uh, you know regardless of what happens, we'll have some representation here. But more than anything, our guys are looking forward to it. We, we know that Notre Dame has a passionate a fan base, and we're looking forward to the, this whole experience. Um, and then obviously we're not expecting it to be loud for us, but but there's there's some things that we can do to to get our fans to, to scream and, and rise and shout. How's the trip been from a logistical standpoint, and what's the vibe you get from your boys? as you come into the building today? Yeah, I feel like our team's really focused, and I think um, staying out in the right, you know, kind of away from the strip and being out in Henderson and Lake Las Vegas area has been really good for our focus. 
um, it, it's been helpful because we tell our guys, uh, the visiting NFL team, stay out there too, and, uh, and and we're in the we're in their their locker room. So this is a, a cool vibe, and uh, this venue is amazing. You know, so really looking forward to get on the field and playing. And uh, they do everything right. And looking at the locker room, there's so much space, and um, you know, I think whoever designed the building and and, and allowed this the connection with the entrance and everything is just so convenient now. Uh, we just got to do our part and get on the field and make it work. Kalani, thank you for the time. Great preview. Good luck in this one. We'll talk to you post game. Here we go. Go Cougs. Thanks. That is BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. This has been the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The new Tricost Cougar kickoff show is coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, BYU fans. We're Breeze Airways, your newest and nicest airline now offering flights from Provo Airport to San Francisco, San Bernardino, Las Vegas, Phoenix, or Los Angeles in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. Breeze can save you serious time and money so you can go, see, and do more than ever before. Oh, and we never charge change or cancellation fees. That's pretty nice, huh? Book today at flybreeze.com or download the Breeze app. Breeze Airways, seriously nice. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU Food To Go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU Food To Go. Play action, throws for the end zone, is caught for a touchdown. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with tools and services designed to meet my unique financial needs, no matter what stage of life I find myself in. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you and for me. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender, and MLS number 467014. Are you a BYU radio fan? If so, and you find yourself tuning in on the regular, then why not leave us a review? You wouldn't lose a thing if you took a minute to rate us or your favorite show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you'd be helping us improve how we deliver the good into your life. So whether you like what we're doing or think we can improve, let us know. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or download the BYU radio app. And thank you for making BYU radio a part of your day. Kickoff is just around the corner. You're listening to the NutraCost Cougar Kickoff Show. NutraCost, the official supplement provider of BYU Athletics. The Cougar Kickoff Show is also brought to you by Bailey's Moving. We move with you every step of the way since 1952. Also by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth. Alongside Riley Nelson, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Past the top of the hour here in Las Vegas. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. 
Well, hello and good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas as BYU plays its 19th game all-time in this city, having won 14 of the previous 18. It has been one of the Cougs' homes away from home over the years, but tonight the home team is Notre Dame. The Fighting Irish will be outfitted in all whites tonight. The Cougars countering in blackout uniforms. And before they even arrived here, these teams have already begun competing with uh, cinematic uniform reveal videos produced by each program after employing a mixed martial artist and a magician in their production. We'll see if BYU packs enough punch to make Notre Dame's victory aspirations disappear tonight. This is the NutraCost Cougar Kickoff Show presented by NutraCost, the official supplement provider of BYU Athletics. Greg Grubel joined by Riley Nelson in the booth, former BYU wide receiver Mitchell Jurgens on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. Our scoreboard host is Cleon Wall. Our booth engineers, Michael Wimmer and Clark Jackman. BYU radio engineer is Gary Moss. Our spotters, Jake Murphy. Statistician, Ralph Sokolowski. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, Adam Woodall and Corbin Radford. Our broadcast interns are Shiloh Johnson here in Vegas and Amy Harris back at BYU Radio. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our Salt Lake City over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You can listen on the BYU Radio app, the KSL app, as well as on BYURadio.org and our network affiliates in Utah and Idaho. And be sure to subscribe to the BYU Football Podcast. For broadcast archives and highlights, you can also get those on the BYU Radio app and at BYURadio.org. Search sports or shows and look for BYU Football. Well, tonight's game is BYU's first in the month of October after a very solid September. BYU went 4-1 in the first month of the college football campaign. It's only the seventh time all-time that BYU won four games in September. And Cougs have now done it in back-to-back years for the first time since 1993 and 94. Now comes the October slate. National name games in consecutive weeks. Notre Dame today, Arkansas next Saturday. Riley. Just like the BYU and Oregon back-to-backers, these are show-me weeks for BYU. Win them both, and you get back in the New Year's Six mix. Absolutely, especially with Oregon having your back by, uh, you know, they had that week one setback against Georgia, but they've continued to win and win impressively. They're a top 15 team. So at the end, of should BYU take care of business this weekend next? You look back and assuming they take care of business the rest of the way, you look back and you're like, well, they had an early season loss on the road to a top 15 team. That's that's well deserving of college football's, you know, highest honors. So uh, the New Year's Six would definitely be in play. But you got to take care of business these next two weeks starting here tonight. I expect this you mentioned magician I think what you know whether it's a magic show or what this is going to be most closely to a fight in the octagon I see this as a very close matchup that's going to come down to who wants it more and who can sustain the execution over 60 minutes I am so excited for the next three to four hours we'll have more of the neutral cost cougar kickoff show straight ahead but before the break we remind you to go to bigotires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The NutraCost Cougar Kickoff Show continues right after this break. We're live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Run to the right side and right into scoring territory. Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get loud for BYU sports. 
The BYU Store is the number one source for all your quality, authentic BYU clothing. We carry the latest BYU Nike clothing and much more. This year's final tour game day shirt celebrates the last year of independence, and it's only $12.99. Get into the campus store, the stadium store, or online at BYUstore.com for the widest selection and best pricing of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter for BYU fans everywhere. My father taught me something. He said, you have to decide in life whether your ultimate goal is to be successful or significant. And what makes you significant in terms of the gospel is very different from what society sees as successful. Because significance for a nation or individual all goes back in as much as you did <laughs> for the least of these. On In Good Faith, we hear stories from believers told in their own words. Find it wherever you get your podcasts or on the BYU Radio app. The Cougar Kickoff Show continues. Let's head back to the Built Bar Broadcast booth with Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 16th ranked BYU taking on Notre Dame here at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. BYU 1-0 in this venue, having defeated Arizona 24-16 to open the 2021 season. It's a Shamrock Series home game for Notre Dame. It's their 11th Shamrock Series game. The Irish are 10-0 including a 3-0 mark against ranked teams in their previous Shamrock Series contest. This is the eighth different venue to host a Shamrock Series game. BYU has played nine neutral field games meantime here in Las Vegas, going 5-4. and four. Those games include WAC championship games, Las Vegas Bowl games, and last year's game against the Wildcats. Now in BYU's 2021 here versus Arizona just last year, BYU did two things. I think the Cougs will have to do again tonight to have their best chance at an upset over Notre Dame. BYU against Arizona did not turn it over. And BYU did not miss in the red zone. Here in 22, BYU is one of only four teams in the country with only one giveaway. So BYU is not turning it over. And the Cougs have now played four consecutive games without a giveaway. Ball security now is a program hallmark under Kalani, Jeff Grimes, A-Rod. But the red zone numbers, they've taken a hit. BYU ranks 104th in red zone scoring percentage and lower than that in red zone touchdown percentage. Now, Riley, missed field goals account for almost all of the red zone issues right now. Jake Oldroyd's just missing. Uh, he's missing short ones. Uh, of his last six misses, dating back to last season, all have been between 33 and 38 yards. Those need to result in essentially automatic points. It puts so much more pressure on the offense if they feel like they have to score a touchdown every time they get close. Now, look, that's the goal. You want to come away with seven points every trip down there, but the reality is, in the nature of competitive college football, and especially against an opponent the caliber of Notre Dame, it, the, the ball's not always going to bounce that way, so you want to be able to at least come away with three points when you go to the, all, the, all to the effort of putting a drive together and getting the ball down into scoring territory. You are right, Greg, that those in those yardages, you know, 30, 33 to 38 would be a different thing if they were all 45-plus. But when you're down there close, you expect the kicker at a program the caliber of BYU to be able to put it through the uprights. BYU, it'll be interesting to see the strategy and how they use the two kickers. Uh, but they will need to capitalize on drives that don't finish in touchdowns to still come away with points to keep them at pace against the Irish. Time now for tonight's Hyatt Place Comfort Zone feature. At Hyatt Place Provo, your safety and comfort will always be our highest priority. 
And let's remain with the red zone theme and how comfortable teams have been when getting inside the Notre Dame 20-yard line. The Fighting Irish are last nationally in red zone scoring defense. Opponents have scored on all 12 of the red zone drives included in that number are nine touchdowns, meaning a red zone touchdown percentage defense rank of 114th for Notre Dame. The Cougs, with all we just talked about and now how Notre Dame's been playing inside the 20, they have to finish deep drives with scores against this team. Between the 20s, this Irish defense loves to cause havoc in the backfield. When you get them backed up into a corner, or in other words, backed up uh, deep in their own territory, they become a little bit more conservative. They stop playing the games and they stop blitzing, and it has meant that other teams have been able to find cracks in the defense and put the ball in the end zone. BYU has scored a lot of touchdowns from outside the red zone, but today their ball control is going to be a big thing, and when they control the ball into the Irish red zone, capitalize on with touchdowns as their previous opponents have done against them as well. He is Riley Nelson. Let's get the remaining strains of our national anthem before the break. Cost Cougar Kickoff Show live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, I'm Lizzie from The Food Nanny. Last year, I got my style checking from Mountain America and I absolutely love it. The rewards are amazing. And now my style checking has even more baked in benefits like telehealth, mobile phone protection, and exclusive discounts on dining and entertainment. So good. Get the only checking account you truly need at any Mountain America branch or macu.com. Insured by NCUA. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions apply. Life is full of questions. At BYU Radio, we have hundreds of answers to hundreds of questions with our programming content. You can learn about online dating, self-care, your heart, microbots, climate change, faith, music, movies, the ocean, and so much more. Pretty much everything and anything. All you have to do is listen, enjoy, and learn. It's all there waiting for you on our website, byuradio.org, and on the free BYU Radio app. You have questions, we have answers. BYU Radio. Getting you geared up for game time. This is the Cougar Kickoff Show. Now, back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU and Notre Dame coming up. Staff at the bottom of the hour. BYU's a top 20 team coming in. Notre Dame was a top 5 team to start the season. The Fighting Irish then dropped out of the polls after back-to-back -back losses to open head coach Marcus Freeman's first full season. The Ohio State setback was understandable. Losing at home to Marshall was the killer. Uh, what followed were a narrow home win over Cal and a more comfortable home win versus, uh, rather, road win versus North Carolina. BYU's wins at USF and home against Baylor were followed by the loss at Oregon. Cougs have bounced back with back-to-back -back Mountain West wins against Wyoming and Utah State. In both of those wins, BYU overcame double-digit penalties. BYU now one of the most penalized teams in the country. While Notre Dame 
is one of the least penalized. Now, penalties are in themselves are not great win-loss indicators. You can beat inferior teams with a lot of mistakes and a lot of penalties, but against really good teams, you need to be cleaner. And Riley, beyond the yardage lost or gained by the opponent, penalties have definitely an impact on momentum, particularly early in games. And then I think most importantly, early and late in drives. If BYU ends up pacing for another week with 10 or more flags, that'll be a red flag against Notre Dame. And it will make an uphill climb to produce a victory here in Las Vegas today. I think, look, not all penalties are created equal. Some are more based on effort. In other words, you got a guy who knew his assignment, who was trying to execute on that assignment, and just the chaotic nature of football meant that maybe he held on to a player a little bit too long. Or perhaps, you know, a, a block got on the backside of a defensive player. It's the penalties that we've seen after the play, the unsportsmanlike conducts, the unnecessary roughs, roughings that BYU that we've seen from BYU the last two weeks that have been more disheartening for me however the encouraging thing is those are the easiest to clean up because it's a simple reminder that we need to play discipline and not be self-defeating and I believe that coach Satake coach Tuyaki and coach Roderick have gotten that message through to this team as we head to break time for tonight's player to watch brought to you by VidAngel skip offensive content in movies and shows when you watch with VidAngel. Learn more at VidAngel.com. And Riley, who's your player to watch in tonight's game against Notre Dame? I mean, I hate to make it all about the quarterback, but I'm going to. And I haven't chosen Jaron as my player to watch yet this season, so he is my player to watch. This is, as you said, Greg, the, uh, the season hinges on this point, whether the trajectory continues to be towards that of a New Year's Six Bowl and truly one of the most memorable ones, or suffering a, another setback here will, you know, kind of change what the possibilities, at least for the postseason, look like for BYU. And that's going to start at the quarterback whether we see it in the NFL level like we saw on Monday night with Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady and those greats dueling it out all the way down to the high school level if your quarterback can bring that leadership and produce on the field it gives your team a chance in every it gives your team a chance every time you step on the field that's what BYU has in Jaron now he, rather than being his same old consistent self tonight he needs to be extraordinary and I think he's got it in him to be so he is Riley Nelson. Coming up, we'll head down and hear from Mitchell Jurgens as the new Tricost Cougar kickoff show continues after this live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Throws wide open, and it's a catch made for a first down. At Smith's, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Smith's. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Hi, it's Elaine Bradley. I hope you'll join me each week for Grace Notes on BYU Radio. I talk with singers, songwriters, and musicians about the source of their inspiration. You'll hear from talented artists who represent a wide variety of religious backgrounds, and they all perform from the heart. Join Elaine Bradley Sunday for Grace Notes with special guest Yolanda Adams. For more information about Grace Notes, go to the BYU Radio app. This is the Cougar Kickoff Show. Let's get back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
BYU Notre Dame meeting up for the ninth time. All-time Irish lead the series six games to two. BYU's last game against Notre Dame was a loss in 2013. There are no more contracted games between these two teams. When sizing up the matchup, one of the areas in which BYU has the advantage is at quarterback. Jaron Hall, one of the best QBs in college football this season. Drew Pine has been elevated from backup to starter due to injury, but he's been just okay. Uh, like Jaron Hall, Pine is a 70% passer, and like Hall, Pine has only one pick on the season. He has thrown six TDs, and he can move around a bit, but I think this is a night where Jaron Hall is a true difference maker. You already hit on this, Riley, a little bit, but uh, BYU's edge becomes more pronounced at quarterback, especially if, and especially if BYU can find a way to control Notre Dame's three-headed monster at running back and force Pine to becoming a passing quarterback. That's the key, right, Greg? I think we know what we're going to get from... I, the, the floor is very high, what we're going to get from Jaron Hall, and we're going to be very encouraged about what we can see f as far as the ceiling tonight. To me, I'm... Yeah, that front seven, and, and really, it's front seven on the field at one time for BYU, but really it's a contingent of about 15 guys. Can they meld together? Can they play for 60 minutes to bottle up that Notre Dame defense, put more pressure on Pine, who was an inexperienced quarterback only in his third start uh, and allow and then also control the rhythm and pace of the game to where they're giving the ball back to Jaron and the BYU offense in advantageous positions to allow them to do their thing. It's going to be quite the matchup. Let's head down to field level. Former BYU wide receiver Mitchell Jurgens. Mitch reporting from the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with a home team field. Zions Bank is for you and Mitch. BYU is the 4-1 team ranked 16th. Notre Dame is the unranked 2-2 two two team, but the Irish are favorites. Could this actually play in BYU's favor? Yeah, one thing I've learned over the years, Greg, is that BYU loves to be the underdog in big games like this one here tonight, especially after a few humbling weeks where they haven't played their best football. Uh, we've seen this trend of peaks and valleys for BYU, and everything about this game feels like it could lead BYU to getting back on track to the peak of their performance. Underdogs, according to the Lions, big game at Vegas against powerhouse and historic Notre Dame. Uh, BYU fans finding a way to show up loud, proud, and, and many in their royal blue after being limited to few ticket sales. Um, if BYU, they, they do have some things to fix tonight, but if they can uh, primarily fix the discipline, clean up the mental mistakes, and far too many pen penalties, and secondly, their ability to stop the run early and force Drew Pine in uncomfortable situations to rely more on his arm, if they can do that, play the BYU football that we've seen earlier this year against B Baylor and USF, um, to answer your question, I think an act absolutely can play in their favor tonight. Great stuff from Mitch. Thank you, Mitchell Jurgens. Coming up next, Riley's forward keys to the game, starting lineups, and the opening kick. This has been the Nutricost Cougar Kickoff Show, live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.